with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The heat warning for the capital region has ended, but don't worry, it's staying still nice and summery today with a high of 25. Chance of thunder showers and a high of 24 tomorrow, and right now in Edmonton, it's 17 degrees. Good morning, I'm Kelsey Campbell. Step outside at around 10 o'clock tonight and look to the southeast. You're not going to regret it. There you will find Mars, and it's the closest it's been since 2003. Because of its proximity to Earth, it's about five times brighter than normal. Less than three months before marijuana is legal in Canada, the city of Edmonton has only approved nine requests from retailers hoping to open cannabis shops. The city has received about 180 applications for development permits. You think that they have more top secrets? than the CIA at Commonwealth Stadium. The Eskimos have decided to close tomorrow's walkthrough practice where typically fans and media are welcome. But the Eskimos want to keep this plan secret ahead of their Thursday matchup with the Riders. Sneaky plans are coming, that's it. Like lots of fake plans. Like, oh, you know, yeah. You know, when it looks like they're going to kick, but then they actually throw. or when Maybe it looks the like old gonna, fumble ruski. Yeah, when it like looks that. like they're going to throw, they actually kick. Yeah, I like those plays. <laughs> All right. Sidebar. Yeah. I love when the Eskimos are on the live mic games. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Yeah, they love it too, don't they? <laughs> That's Jason Moss, his favorite. They don't love the live mic games. All right. (laughs) If if you're feeling like finally pretty good about your finances, this is going to light a bit of a fire under you. Mm. A report out today says Canada's richest families own as much wealth as three provinces combined. The country's top 87 families hold $259 billion in wealth. That's only $10 billion less than the assets collectively owned by everyone living in Newfoundland, New Brunswick, and Prince Edward Island. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So that's here's, the, yeah, we got, we're going to spin the wheel of BVJ uh, all morning long, including at 610 this morning, 610, 710, and 810. But here's the question this morning. Who's the richest person you know, and what's the most extravagant thing you do? I'll start. I'll give you an example. J.R. Shaw, who uh, kind of technically started the company that owns us, and of course, Shaw Cable and things like that. So he's pretty well off. Like, Probably 27 years ago, when I first started at the radio station, I had to go to his uh, ranch, which was just outside of Sherwood Park, and get the old Kissin' fire truck for parades. It was like a 1950 fire truck. So I was going there, and I went in the shop to get it, and uh, the fellow that was working for him there said, you see that big motorhome in the corner? I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. He says, here's the thing about it. He says, JR has never driven it, but he uses it. And I'm like, how is that possible? He said he actually pays somebody to drive it where he wants it. Then he flies to his motorhome. That is incredible. And I was like, that is the coolest. I'll never forget that. That day I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. He gets it actually <laughs> driven to California, and then he flies to his motorhome. What do they do with the guy who drives it? Does he camp with him, or they fly him back? He probably flies back, and then he probably flies and comes and gets it again. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing. What like, a gig. I'm be, surprised you didn't put your hand up for the job. To be that loaded. I said I would do that job. To be that <laughs> loaded. I thought, that is amazing. Yes, Kelsey. Oh, for me, uh, we have some family friends mm-hmm. who own two multi-million dollar properties on the beach in the Okanagan. Right. Those are their summer homes. Sure. They're from Calgary. Yeah. And their 16-year-old daughter gets to use their private chopper to go visit the summer home when she wants. 
Yeah, that's pretty well. even cooler than my she's story. She's 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little resentful. I bet you she's super well adjusted. <laughs> Just so down to earth. All right, what about you, Matt? I have to say, I don't have anybody in my life that's super wealthy. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Probably because I hang out with a lot of poor people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, probably my, my in-laws. Yeah. I mean, they're both PhD scientists. Right. And like my father-in-law is the editor of a scientific paper. Yeah. And he travels the world being a bug doctor. Yeah, yeah. But so it's you get paid for that. It's what they do to keep their money that really stands out. Yeah, it's like they're it's it, it's compound interest. Oh, big time! They retired early by yeah. like reusing Ziploc bags. Yeah, a yeah. tea bag. Oh, that's got six, seven uses on it. So they're like the opposite of the people with the motorhomes they fly to, and the people that use the the chopper for their sixteen year old. They yes. bought a van. Yes, <laughs> a hippie van. Yeah, that you can put a bed in the back instead of buying a motorhome. I'm like, guys, you have so much money. Use some. Well, the thing is, if they don't use it, Matt, sooner or later you'll get it. True. Unless they're probably the kind of people that will donate it all to some like some charity that you don't approve of, right? Mm, Bugs Matt, Unlimited. Boy, boycotting the funeral. Actually. I should encourage them to reuse that tea bag maybe 10, 11 times. Yeah, yeah, don't spend your money. Text us at 103939 or give us a call at 7804 1039 Who is the richest person you know and how do they spend their money either like stupidly or uh, like Matt's uh, in-laws? They don't. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Here is Florida Georgia Line and BB Rex on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, not going to be a bad day as far as the weather goes. Some areas got like absolutely hammered with rain last night. We were out in Thorsby. It must have rained about an inch there. Um, but the clouds were weird. Did you guys see those like marshmallow clouds go over your area or was that just ours? Yeah, I saw them at our joint. Yeah. And are they supposed to mean thunderstorm Im- imminent? <laughs> yeah. But we didn't get any rain. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's it's been a real hit and miss here. Some areas are getting absolutely all the rain they need and more, and other areas are still just incredibly dry. So it looks like the next couple of days are going to be okay. Then we're going to have a little bit of moisture, and then it's going to re- really good for the weekend. Uh, of course, uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of BVJ will give you a chance to win tickets in moments. Uh, Kelsey had the story in the news about the richest people in uh, Canada. Basically, they have a ton of money, huh? 80 80- Seven families have more money yeah. than three provinces combined. And to all the be fair, in them. yeah, they're like the least populated provinces, Newfoundland, yeah. but, New Brunswick. But this includes all their houses, cottages, properties, cars, every savings account in the region, and all RRSPs. There you go. All right. What are RRSPs? Is it oh, something you're supposed Chris. to have? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Drives his bus around. Hey, hey, you know what? That I paid twelve hundred bucks for that bus. Like, <laughs> I I have a lot of things in my defense, but most of those things hardly cost me anything. Uh, yeah, because he greases his way to get that bus all jacked up and the sound system. Speaking of buses, let's just throw Chris right under his. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. But there's amazing, amazing people that made that bus pretty special. It's true. All right. So we were looking for your stories about uh, the, the richest person you know and how they spend their money. Now, I'm confused. Now, you say this, your grandmother spends all her money on her grandkids, or what's the story? My grandmother. And she spends the money on her children. On her great-grandchildren. Oh. Okay. What's You're just the- not special enough. I guess not. You should have visited more. I live with her. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So, uh, Matt, in Calgary, uh, you and your beautiful uh, wife were 
going to be coming home, I understand, from Greg Reynolds, who's on our drive home guy's uh, wedding, and you guys lost your keys, and it got very serious, huh? Very serious, very quickly. Yeah. We're on our way out. We just checked out of our room, yeah. go to the car. I look at the key ring. I'm like, everything's there, minus the key to get into the car and drive the car. It came off the key ring. It came off the key ring. So you're like, I didn't lose the keys. Yeah. I lost the key. And well, we both like, uh-oh. <laughs> if we actually had lost this key, her parents had come up from Lethbridge yeah. to have lunch with us. We we're like, well, I guess they're going to drive us to Edmonton. <laughs> wow. And we know, spare we know that they don't like to spend money driving anywhere. Oh, so yeah, The car was plan. there? Yeah. So oh, you, yeah. you found the key where? But, like, it took a little while, a lot of backtracking, <laughs> yeah. a lot of staring at the ground. Yes. <laughs> but we found the key. All right, you found oh, it. Oh, and then that angry pregnant, <laughs> like, hot wife was very happy. All right, so our question this morning is, when is the most uh, unfortunate, uh, crazy story about losing your keys have you got? I'm, something tells me Kelsey's got one. We'll maybe get to that in the next few moments. We'd love to hear from you. Do you have a losing your key story? 780-421-1039. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking uh, about losing your keys this morning, or like in Matt's case, losing them for a while, and then thankfully finding them when you're in Calgary. <laughs> you got to find a way to get home. Another way to use AMA, right? Ah, they'll tow our vehicle home. Uh, to a certain range. <laughs> I do love AMA, though. Yeah, I know you do. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> little you, plug there. We have tickets uh, for the Kiss and Kickoff Party. We're going to randomly give to people that like share really good stories with us this morning as well. A little bit of bribery for you. But anyway, Kelsey, you look like I mean, you're you're very uh, a- analytical and you make sure things are done to a T. But I'm guessing at least one point in your life you've just lost your keys. I lose everything all the time. Oh, you do? I think I'm a little scatterbrained. Okay. Uh, but th- I think the worst experience was last year when you guys were on your Mexican vacation. And Greg Reynolds and I were filling in. I was running late. It was just after four in the morning, still dark out. And I slipped on the snow um, going into my garage and slid through a bunch of dog poop that I hadn't picked up. And I I dropped my food and everything, went to just throw my sandwich in the garbage. And with it, I (laughs) threw my keys straight into the garbage can into all of the dog poop I had scooped up. Yes. So I just stood there and I thought, maybe I just go back to bed and start this day over again and forget about the keys. But I had the whole process of getting out a plastic bag, having to wash them off. It was a disaster. I bet you there's people out there that have lost their keys in porta-potties and things like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know they've lost their cell phones in them. But anyway, 780-421-1039 or text us at 1-3939. Tell us your lost key story. That was a real crappy story. Super crappy. Explains your nickname, though. Yeah. What is it? Oh, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Saturday night, Big Valley Jamboree. That guy is going to be fantastic. Last year at BBJ, he was like the mystery artist that closed things off in the beer gardens. I don't know if you guys remember that. Do you remember that? That was actually the highlight of the weekend. Oh, man. Well, it he was had, such a good show. Nobody knew who was coming on the stage. Well, we might have known, but um, no, nobody in the crowd knew. And when he hit the stage and rocked out, it was incredible. This year, he's going to be on the main stage on the Saturday night, and you could be there with him. Again, another chance to uh, win tickets. We'll spin the wheel of BBJ coming up at 710 this morning at 637. Uh, kind of uh, cloudy this morning. There's some chance of some fog out there. 25 degrees a little bit uh, later on. But we're talking about losing your keys because Matt lost lost them. They came right off the ring. Like, normally it's our fault. But when they come off the ring, like, you don't, you know, 
I couldn't even help it. Yeah. The exactly. cheap ring just lost the, the door key slash ignition yeah. key. Yeah. So but we're looking for your uh, losing key stories this morning, Kelsey. Yeah, this is from Angela. She said, we lost our keys at the lake. Oh, I hate these stories. Mm. Husband forgot they were in his pocket, had to find someone with snorkel gear to borrow them to find them. Well, <laughs> took us six hours, but we got them. Otherwise, would have been stuck at the lake all night long. This isn't the first time we've heard about people actually finding lost things in the lake, whether it's a ring or keys. I'm just amazed that they actually yeah, can find them. You're right. You're right. Because I've like lost like a like a, a sandal in the lake, and you can't find it. Like, well, and the current just takes stuff away like nothing. Yeah, I lost my drone once in the river. That's your own fault, though. <laughs> you been... didn't lose it. You flew it into the drink. <laughs> All right, seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Um, I lost my keys to my car, my house, and my mailbox in a bag of spits for about a week once. Okay. <laughs> I always have a bag of spits in my car, and they must have just fell into the open bag. Like, it was on the passenger side of the floor. Yes. And at some point... just fell into the bag, yeah. Let me guess. You went in for a handful of spits. Next thing you know, you're chomping on keys. Yeah, actually, my friend was eating my spits in my car, because I have another set of keys, and he went to eat the spits and found my keys in it. It was about a week that I lost them. A week passed by. They're sitting right there beside you, riding shotgun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the great story, Kylie. Hey, Pat, what's your story? Well, I was just starting Grant McEwen about 100 years ago. Yeah. And I, I was in the washroom. I leaned over to flush, and my keys fell out of my pocket, and down they went. Uh, I was hoping we'd get a flusher. Incredible timing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How I quick did you get your hand in there? Not fast enough, trust me. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 6.56, Kissing in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt Jack. will be back tomorrow. Kelsey is in this morning, and we're talking about lost key stories. Holy cow, we're getting some crazy ones. Victor just called us a few minutes ago. He got zapped by basically electrocuted, moving a dryer, and his <laughs> keys went flying out, and they went underneath the fridge, and he lost them. And uh, there's the story of uh, Paul from Rosno Transport losing him by the snowblower and didn't get him till the spring when the snow melted. Everybody's got these crazy key stories. I'm all of a sudden nervous wondering where mine are this morning, but I think I got them somewhere. Anyway, we're, we're hearing your stories, uh, and we're loving them this morning at 103939. Yeah, I'm sad because I think we're going to have fewer of these stories now in the cell phone age. And mm. a first-time texter, good morning, says, I was out duck hunting with a buddy about an hour and a half north of the city, and his gun jams. Well, he decides to use the vehicle key, of course, to unjam his <laughs> gun and breaks it. This was back in the 80s when there was no cell phones, so he had to hike to the nearest farmhouse to use the phone to get his dad to drive out the spare key. And let me guess, let me guess. The farmer had three beautiful daughters. Oh, yeah. And they lived happily ever after. And then the farmer chased you with his shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like full circle. Thanks for the story. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Another scorching hot day yesterday, 31 degrees. And uh, it's that time of year where it, you know, you want to wear less clothes because it's so warm. And uh, when you wear less clothes, sometimes you don't exactly have places uh, to put your money. So there's this story in the last little while talking about. Um, People storing their money in in places like their bra or maybe in their socks and things like that. And then they go to buy something with that money. Some people still do use cash. And uh, I guess it could be your debit card too. But it's kind of soggy and moist and gross. And uh, the people on the other hand, the receiving end of the money, don't necessarily want to take it. 
and they're like, hey, money's money. Yes, yeah, Matt. There's been signs put up on in businesses saying we will no t- longer take your bra or sock money. They're like straight up, we're not taking it. <laughs> That's what they Find call another it. way to pay. That's what they call it. Oh, yeah. That's discrimination. Money. Yeah, bra or, bra or sock money. Okay. So, uh, uh, well, Matt, you think that they, you should take the money no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Money is so inherently gross. Yeah. Why are you worried about a little soggy $5 <laughs> bill? Yeah. Big deal. Plus, as long as it... <laughs> You know, soggy. Here's my dripping five dollar bill. Big deal. It's still ten. Like I'm so cheap, I take anything. Like it doesn't matter. Like you're just assuming everybody's got the boob sweat going on here, or what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do want to say there's a difference between uh, bra money and sock money. Yeah. Uh, no, there isn't. Like when when I go dancing, uh, <laughs> not really doing a lot of sweating up there, yeah. and I don't like bringing a purse to the bar, so I do put money in my bra. Yeah. But I, my dad was giving cash to his employee, and he sat down. He'd been working all day, yeah. and he like sat down, shoved it in his sweaty, like soaking sock. Yeah. I would not a chance. <laughs> I would accept that money. What's Get the- on your way. Get up. My door. What's the difference between a foot and a boob? <laughs> there isn't. The, the, the same kind of sweat comes out of both. No, very different sweat I, levels. I could tell you that I, I, well, I could tell you that I know which one I'd rather massage when my wife asks me. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. we're getting off topic, Chris. <laughs> well, no, I think it's a little into erotica. I lo- no, I love her feet. Okay. I love her feet. <laughs> oh, he's a foot guy. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. If, 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 780-421-1039 or text us at one three nine three nine. Have you actually been on the other end of this? Have you worked at a grocery store or a convenience sock store money. or somewhere like that? Sock money. You say sock money is gross. Boob Disgusting. money. Boob money is fine. Well, it depends. I, I don't have sweaty double boobs. Double standard. Well, yeah. Like well, a, you might not. I'm not getting hand out. I'm not going to hand out sweaty money to anyone, and I'm not going to accept your sweaty it's money. It's the same thing, though. It's still like touching your skin all night. Yeah. Not does, that doesn't that kind of excite you? I mean, <laughs> not you particularly. Oh, okay. My wife. <laughs> Thank you. Good save. All Good right. save. All right. We'd love to hear from you this morning. I think you're going to be calling <laughs> us anyway because... You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's actually establishments now that say, sorry, your uh, sweaty uh, boob or uh, sock money is not accepted in our establishment. And so we're asking what your take on that is. <laughs> this text says, nothing better than sweaty boob money. I used to work as a bartender and there was some rockets who would pull money out of their bra and man, was it soaked. <laughs> How are you making that sound hot? <laughs> even 10 sweat. <laughs> yeah, even 10 sweat. Thank you, Matt. Yes, Gentry. Well, like I worked in a grocery store and I mean it was we had a lot of like campsites around so we had a lot of you know summer campers coming in if they were out at the lake whatever and they come in and they like go to pay for their chips or marshmallows or whatever and they pull money right out of their bra it's disgusting and I mean like I try to grab like the corner of the bill like and try not to touch the money but it kind of got to the point where I wanted to just flat out say like no yeah well that's what people are saying they're like no sorry I as a girl again it's not comfortable I don't want little like People even keep change in there. Like, it's not comfortable. It gets all sweaty. Like, hey, a bra can be uncomfortable enough as is. Yeah. You got quarter marks all over your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Granger Smith, it's Back Road Song. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Kelsey in for Jack this morning. It's a 7.37, and um, yeah, uh, wrapping up our subject about the, uh, uh, for now anyway, the sock and the bra money, and uh, people be hesitant to take it. You got a great text you want to read, Kelsey? Oh, 
Brenda has me gagging this morning. So mm. one year, I worked at BVJ selling liquor tokens, and money came out of everywhere. Bras, the crotch area, somewhere <laughs> down the front, somewhere down the back of the pants, shorts, socks, boots, and who knows where else, used so much hand sanitizer. It was gross. Mm. We would just tell them to lay the money down, and we would try to find something to pick it up with sometimes. If I had ever worked it again, I would have brought rubber gloves. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Where are you putting your debit card? It's so, so wet, confusing. it's not raining. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so last night, uh, I went up to Thorsby, my nephew Evan's uh, 20th birthday party. So we went out there, we were having a wiener roast, and then the rain came. And holy cow, did it pour there. But anyway, just prior to that, uh, after we'd had the wiener roast, uh, Evan and some of his uh, friends were there, and they're like, hey, Uncle Chris, come play beer darts with us. Oh, yeah, beer darts. Love a good game of beer darts. Beer darts, again, if you're not familiar, you basically use like darts from a dart board, and you basically basically put the beer between your feet and you all sit in lawn chairs in a circle and you shoot the the uh, dart and you try to get the beer or the toes or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a ridiculous game. And if you do get the, of course, if you get the dart in the can, then you got to shotgun the can of beer. And uh, that's a perfect thing to talk about considering a BVJ is right around the corner and drinking games when it comes to drinking games. Now, Kelsey is the queen of drinking games. <laughs> I have only been with you in one of these situations and that was at a curling bond spiel. And she just wants to play drinking games all night long. Like that's, I love drinking games. But you don't need, like, you can handle your drinking without a game. Like, why do you need to, incur, like, speed because it up? Because it's fun. It keeps the energy up. Otherwise, okay. everyone sits there and they get sleepy. People start fading away and going home. This yeah. is Kelsey's big thing. Yeah. I've been out with her a few times now. And she <laughs> definitely doesn't like a somber party. No. no. Everybody's got to have fun. It's got to be moving. And if it's not, yeah. if she's like Greg, her and Greg Reynolds together. It's like, it's like. A couple of party captains. It's Sometimes they <laughs> clash. <laughs> <laughs> I just came across a bit. I, was, I need to make space on my phone. I came across video that yeah. we didn't remember happening at that last Bond spiel. Right. And it was Greg Reynolds on his knee chugging beer off the top of a cowboy hat. And yeah. I don't remember why that was happening, but it was awesome. I know, somebody <laughs> I, somebody iced him probably. I don't yeah. know. Something like that happened. So here's the question as we get set for BVJ. What is the, your all-time favorite drinking game? If you could only <laughs> play one of these games, beer pong is, of course, the classic, but yes. Uh, there's a game that me and my buddies play. I bet you do. And it's a, a relatively unknown game okay, here in Alberta. Now, until now. Yeah. It's called Hockey Dice. Okay. So it's kind of like beer pong, but it involves a little more skill. So you put a beer can at the end of a table. doesn't matter how long the table is. And you throw a dice in the air. And the dice has to hit the table and eventually hit the ground. If it hits the ground, the other team uh, loses a point. It's first to three. And it's a, the greatest game ever. It's hard to explain. You have to see it I play. I can tell but it's, it's hard to so explain. Yes. Fu- it's so fun. Beer right. dice is beer You did a really great job. I okay. have no concept of how to play uh, your game. There's, <laughs> a, there's a dice and a beer involved, and if it hits the ground, you got to drink. Okay, Kelsey, yours. Okay. Yeah, beer pong is definitely my go-to. Yeah. I love it. Every t- chance I can, like, organize a beer pong T- tournament. Yeah, talk about, like, drinking, like, beer that's, like, got this beer, like this, uh, again, ping pong ball that's been all over the place. I mean, it's kind of disgusting. I have tamed over the years, and now I uh, approve of water in the cups, and then you drink when people score so that it keeps it all a little bit cleaner. So you throw into water cups, yeah. But if you want to have a good time fast, really really like Dizzy Bat. You get the small plastic bat. The thing about Dizzy Bat is that I don't like being dizzy, and I feel gross Oh, but man, do you get good video. Get your cameras ready. You fill the plastic bat with your beer, and basically your shot 
balcony out of a little hole at the bottom. All right. After you're done, you spin nine times for nine innings, and then someone has to pitch you that beer can that's empty, and you try to hit it. But more often than not, you just nosedive into the ground. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. The texts are coming in at one zero three nine three nine. Stack cup, bum darts, uh, flip, beersby. Flip bum that's darts a good one. Is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do not play that game. You, well, you, you can. You don't. You don't think it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. James Parker Band, good together. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack is back tomorrow. Kelsey's been in again today. We're having lots of fun. Um, good together. Yeah, like beer and country music at the Big Valley Jamboree. Does, you know, you put those three things together, and quite often when you're at your camp, uh, you're looking for something fun to do. Uh, like if you're like Kelsey, you have to have a drinking game. Like it's impossible to just sit and drink normally, right? I don't know what that would even look like. That no. just sounds so mind-numbingly boring <laughs> yeah. sitting around. I like doing both, though, yeah. right? You need a good mix of both because you can't, like, play the same drinking game all day because well, no. you're going to wear no, the that's luster what, That's why it. we're building our repertoire here. Yeah, exactly. With all these suggestions. Like, go ahead. A lot of votes for beer baseball or beer ball. You have two beers and a ping pong ball. If it hits the beer and bounces, your partner has to chase down that ball and you continue chugging until the ball is back on the table. So at least you get some physical activity out of it. You're running around tackling people. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Okay. (laughs) Um, kind of on a related note, uh, this one of the biggest songs in country music right now is this M- uh, Morgan Wallen song called... I've been told there's people that play the up-down, up-down game, and you get a beer, and you listen to that song, and every time he says up-down, up-down, you go up-down, up-down, and the challenge is to try to, A, drink the beer before it just fizzes all over the place. Up, down, up, down. I just did a count. There's 45 of them in that song. Wow. So. That's a couple of beers for so sure. So let's practice. Up, down, up, down, up, down. I'm, feel, I'm feeling good just pretending. It's not the same with my green tea this morning. <laughs> anyway, yes, Sarah, you're kind of a related one. Your uh, brother did what? They um, would watch shows like Game of Thrones and Spartacus. And every time they saw an inappropriate body part, they would take a shot. Yes. Well, in Spartacus, they learned that about 20 minutes into the show, they'd finished the two six and were all sloshed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had a game with like this with my buddies. We used to watch an entire season of Game of Thrones in one day, and we'd only drink wine. Every time you see a boob, take a drink. Yeah. Every, ta- every time somebody dies, take a drink. Okay. Every time you see a dragon, take a drink. Boy, howdy. How, how far through the season did you actually get like episode one and every, you're done? Every time somebody talks, take a drink. 